one of these days i'm gonna f- i'm gonna freestyle on the on our intro one day one of these days good evening everybody welcome to the fifth episode of the something isn't right podcast with me see twice and twice yes yes that's what they call me at the job do they really call you see twice swear my life that sucks for me my boyfriend is called see twice Anyways, welcome back. We're here again to fuel your nightmares and try and make you laugh. Yeah. Christian's funnier than that's me. That's actually what we, <laughs> that's what we put on our goals. Fuel your nightmares and make you laugh. We don't yeah. want to be too nice about it. Intensify your anxiety. Just exactly. a little bit. Why don't you purify your anxiety in the waters of Lake Minnetonka? That's one of my favorite movies. Purple Rain. It's a classic. If you haven't seen it, watch it. I used to watch it all the time with my grandma. We watched it at one time at Fuddruckers when Prince died. Yeah, I was real sad when he died, actually. She was. True story. So. Before we get into anything, too, um, just wanted to go over some of those things. We just hit 2,000 fans on Facebook. Yeah, that was pretty cool. You don't have anything like, you don't have a woo or anything stored in there? Jesus. Woo. Made it seem like it wasn't that big of a deal. Thank you, everybody, for following us on Facebook. We're going to put our Instagram out. We have a bunch of things in the making, and we want to get content to you guys more regularly. So hopefully the things that we have in motion, you'll like. So stay tuned. We haven't done an Instagram. Well, I haven't made an Instagram because I kind of didn't want anybody to know I was doing this podcast, but... Now I just kind of don't care, so we'll be making that soon. It's not because we don't think they're cool. It's because we don't want people to, like, have any leverage, I guess. There's no uh, evil things that they could do because we have it. Yeah, I guess we can put it that way. I mean, we can explain more later. Yeah, down the line, you guys will understand. It'll make sense, like the never-ending story. Uh, Another good movie. But yeah, thank you to everybody who's liked our page and who's, I think we've, like, on average, is what, like, 200 listeners, which is cool, because I would have been, I would have been happy with, like, 20. Yeah, we're (laughs) almost at 250. So that's pretty cool. I mean, I mean, it's super minuscule to, like, a lot of other podcasts, but it's cool to know that people actually are finishing the episodes. Yep, we got some good downloads, and we got some good listens. If you guys like what we're putting out there, we're obviously trying to do something with this so please comment and subscribe to our new releases and if you have anything you want to hear you can always email us um a topic or something that you want to hear us talk about Mm -hmm. also your any stories any paranormal stories true crime stories especially that yeah any personal experiences we'd love to hear from them we'll we'll put you on this and it'll be like i'll i'll listen to your voice and i'll try to do the same voice I'll also listen to your voice. <laughs> Thanks. No, but seriously, uh, you can just email us. The easiest way to get a hold of us, I mean, you can message us through Facebook or just email us at something isn't right podcast at gmail.com. Either way would work for us. I just opened the messaging feature up for Facebook. So any input that you guys have, we'd be happy to hear it. Something isn't right at Facebook. Just do a quick little searchy. You'll find us. Yeah, do a quick little searchy. Um, so this week, like I was saying, if you have any ideas of what you want to hear us talk about, my sister actually gave me this idea because I was, 
kind of racking my brain. I had an idea of what I wanted to do for this week, but when I started doing the research, I was like, all right, this is going to be like a maybe two or three part, um, I don't know, series or episode. Because two or three part episode, yeah. Because it's just so in-depth and there's it's so much, so, and it's super dark, so... We just, I was like, I have no idea what to do. And my sister was like, why don't you do something on haunted objects? So that's what we're going to talk about today. Haunted objects. So shout out to Uni, a.k.a. <laughs> my little sister. <laughs> Thanks for the idea. Shout out this to you, Uni. <laughs> we love you, Uni. <laughs> yeah. Even if we got you a potato one year for Christmas. We talked about that in our Christmas episodes that we didn't release because we just got so far behind with our schedules. We were like, we'll just shoot for it next year. But um, there's like, I want to say it was people from Iceland. I don't remember. There's like a tradition about if you're bad, they put like a potato in your shoe. Mm -hmm. And we unknowingly, like just playing around, bought my sister like a coffee mug for Christmas with other things, but with a mug and we put potatoes in it. She used those potatoes to make the the Merry Christmas feast. No, she didn't. Her boyfriend at the time tried to make mashed potatoes and they were brown. They were more like trash potatoes. Nobody touched them. I felt so bad. They were like trash potatoes. They looked like uh, sweet potatoes, but made with regular ones. Yeah, it was like a real awkward like baby food color. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. What? Let's move forward. Okay. So, uh, I thought this was super interesting because there's so many, like, famous haunted objects. And because we both like secondhand, not that we like secondhand things, but we're not opposed to it, like, furniture, stuff like that. Um, I know your grandma used to take you to, to garage sales mm -hmm. with her. All the time. And so, this was kind of like interesting to me because i mean my family did the same thing <laughs> just not to get ahead of it i mean think about if you did go to a garage sale and just everything's out there you know you're there with your grandma and then there's just this one weird like wooden box per se and then the person really adamant about you buying it that if that ever happens to you at a garage sale don't buy it because it's most likely haunted yeah probably um i agree but do you ever like do you remember from, like, when you were a little... Because I haven't gone to a garage, so... And I don't even remember the last time. But I do remember seeing, like, super random... Sometimes, like, two... Like, intimate things that were out for sale. Mm -hmm. um, like, personal objects that no one would really want to buy? Yeah. Like... I don't like buying used hats. That's gross. No, I'm not too <laughs> big on... On uh, secondhand clothing. Just... Well, I'm, like, crazy superstitious, and, I mean, there's some that's okay, like those, uh, like the high-end second-hand stores, or, like, the, all those apps mm -hmm. that they have now where you can, like, resell. buy, yeah, you can resell things, but, um, I remember when I <laughs> had got into some trouble in high school and I had to do community service at a Goodwill, um, so our job was to, like, sift through the clothing, and I think you throw, like, I don't even remember, like, you, you separate them, like, what clothes, like, because some are wet, or if they're dirty, and then, um, they're, like, color-coded, I don't, I don't remember all that stuff, but I just remember seeing some of the stuff in those bags, and I'm like, why would anybody donate this, like, I feel like people just drop their trash off there. They probably do, those dicks. 
<laughs> but um yeah. So. They're always donated in trash bags. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I had to drink some coffee. I need my coffee. On the bright side, I'm better, and I'm not going to sniffle through this whole uh, episode. That's true. You do sound a lot better. Shout out to Broncade. Um, my sister was like, I asked her how she liked our last episode, and she was like, it's really good, but you could tell you were sick. <laughs> I was like, thanks. Duh. We had a disclaimer, yo. Okay, so, sorry, we just keep going off on tangents. How do you, like, personally, how do you feel about an object being haunted? Do you think it could be haunted? I'm sure there's haunted objects, but luckily I've never come across one. Okay, that's good. So, here's a list of the, like, the most popular haunted objects. I mean, obviously there's probably other things out there that are haunted, but these just, like, in my research, I just kind of found, like, these just kept... Repetitively coming up. So, number one, dolls. Dolls. I had a doll that was probably haunted. Belinda. My mom's gonna want me to say that. So, <laughs> Belinda. Uh, yeah. Oh, was that so the one scary. that your mom sent us in the group chat that one time? Yeah. I don't care. That I had doll? a scarier doll, and he looked like Chucky, and it was before Chucky came out, so it was fucking worse. And I didn't even know until one day that Chucky was on in the background at someone's house, and then I watched it, and I. And then I realized that I had been playing with Chucky for like five years. <laughs> that's, pretty, that's pretty traumatizing. You've yeah, never told I had no me. fucking idea that that was what it was. His name was Buddy. He was a Buddy doll. Oh my God. And then eventually he started looking like Chucky because of the fact that he was just so fucked up for me, like dragging him around by his leg for the last fucking five years that he looked exactly like him. They didn't have stitches on his face or anything weird like that, but you get what I mean. Just gross, and the hair was all falling out. All matted. That's how Belinda looked. Belinda is actually just a doll that if you lift up, its eyes automatically open, depending on what level you put them at. I remember so. those. We had a few of those around the house. And it had house. no fucking hair. Kind of like the thing from Toy Story, how like Sid had all those fucked up toys that he dismembered. It looked like uh, the doll head from Toy Story that was attached to the robot claws. Uh, that's, yeah. She looked like she'd been through some stuff when your mom sent us that picture. Mm -hmm. Okay, number two, clowns. Avi. Haunted clowns. Clowns are creepy. Ouija boards. Yeah, definitely something I'll never fucking buy. Yeah, no. Uh, I saw one when we were in Hawaii. There was one at the, at TJ Maxx when we were Christmas shopping there. Um. Yeah. Good fucking choice, TJ Maxx. Yeah. I'd rather buy like a squeegee board so that I can keep my house clean and, and take thing? water off of my windshield. We should make that. A squeegee board. A squeegee board. Yep. TM, TM. Um, idol figures, so like figurines. Yeah, like a totem. Black mirrors and mirrors in general. What is that? What's the... What's the difference? How do you like know you have a black mirror? It's just colored black. Um, I don't know if they're physically black, but it's used. Black mirrors are used. If I mean, I could be wrong. I didn't go deep in. I didn't like do any research on this, but from what I understand, they're used for like scrying. So like for, for like psychics and stuff to read, through them. Oh okay. So it's, it's like, like a, the mirror from Harry Potter. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. So it's like a mirror with a purpose, but then also regular mirrors. Um, are mentioned a lot in being haunted. Um, clothes, like clothing, mm -hmm. jewelry, mm -hmm. paintings, photographs, wooden boxes, furniture, and musical instruments. 
And fucking everything in your house is haunted. If you got it from a Goodwill, chances are it could be haunted. Um, that's, that's, that's so fucked up in hindsight. You're just going to donate something to charity that's haunted. I mean, people do messed up things. Actually, if you have something haunted, put it on eBay. People love buying that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think probably the creepiest thing for me about... It's not even dolls. I think mirrors are really, really scary. And paintings. I don't know why. Just something about a haunted painting just creeps me out. Especially depending on like what it's... What it, what it represents. Yeah. The pa- you've heard that story, the painting of Dorian Gray? No. He just basically, there's it's a huge, long fucking book. He was part of uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, too, if you watch that movie ever. He just basically lived as long as his painting survived, as long as he didn't look at his painting, I think. I mean, I never read the book, but basically he was immortal until he looked at his own painting, and the painting was the thing that aged, it wasn't him. That's crazy. I've never heard of that. I would want to read that. It's pretty interesting. It was like his Achilles heel. Yeah, that was his only weakness. He like was immortal. In the yeah. What do you think is the creepiest from that list I wrote? Mm. I don't know. Probably just, I guess, any of those things could be pretty scary. <laughs> you're so not really. You're indir- so vague, and every time I ask you something, you're like all of it. Off of them. <laughs> I know, but all of, uh, there's nothing that really sticks out. I'm not really no, afraid no, of clowns. Because clowns, like, if it were a clown and I was, like, really weird and, like, scared, I would just beat the fuck out of that clown. Yeah, you have that advantage. I do. I don't. I would beat a fucking clown silly if need be, but I don't have to do that. And I don't want to take the joy away from kids at their birthday. Yes, please don't. Please don't ever be that person. Okay, so here are some symptoms... Um, that you might have if you are in possession of one of these haunted objects. If you come, in, come into contact with one of these things. One, cold spots are just feeling cold in general. Two, feeling anxious. So, I mean, if you're alive, you're probably going to feel the second one. <laughs> um, three, nightmares. Four, dreams with images from the fast. From the fast. <laughs> Images and from your fast. You're just thinking about burgers. <laughs> you just dream about fast and furious. I just meant from the fast. Like you fasted and you're just real hungry. You're like, uh, oh man, I'm just having dreams about pizza and shit. I, I like a good fast every now and then. Fair enough. Um, But the nightmares and the dreams, I feel like uh, I haven't experienced that, but I know people who have. And it's like pretty creepy. Like they're like... They're, like, dreams are just weird mm-hmm. in general. So, you know, I feel like even, like, outside of haunted objects, even in being, like, maybe in, like, a haunted place or room, I feel like that, like, they can, entities can talk to you through your dreams. Yeah. So that. They don't have a means to somewhere else. That scares me. Yeah, like the exactly. Like a radio isn't on, just static, and they're like, it's me. <laughs> It's me, the girl. Okay. Um, hearing voices. Uh, well, I'm haunted. Ha- you hear voices? Nope. Just kidding. When did you hear voices? I don't. I'm joking. 
Okay, because the other day you told me you heard a ghost dog running around upstairs. So now I need to know if you're hearing voices so I can smudge the crap out of our house. Finally. I mean, first off, <laughs> finally. <laughs> you know why your voice. No, first off, it was a ghost dog. Ghost dogs don't talk. How do we know? I don't know. Second off, unless I'm Dr. Doolittle of ghost dogs, I won't be able to understand them. It doesn't have to be speaking English. People hear voices and it's they're just like... In tongues? Or are they... I mean, ghosts aren't all English speaking. Unless you have a show on Travel Channel, then it seems like any EVP you get is in English. Yeah, all of them are in English. And they all are really clear after Ex they replayed the exact spot that they want you to hear five times. Except Ghost Adventures. There's a few ghosts on there that like have spoke Spanish and stuff when they're outside the country. But that's a whole nother... We could talk about Ghost Adventures forever. That's just hilarious. Um, There's a warm sensation going down my leg. It's starting to pull around the ground. But to be honest, like, I know a lot of people make fun of him. Because he is really, he's such a character. But there's some of those shows that are really scary. Like, there's been times where I've had to turn thing, turn the show off because, like, Christian's not, I'm, like, home by myself. And I'm, like, I don't know. Like, some of that stuff is scary. There was, like, there was one where they were investigating a house that was, like, a neighborhood away from us. I know. But, okay. Yeah. I was on an episode of Ghost Hunters once. Ghost Hunters? What's that? Or whatever that show is that you're talking about. Adventures? Yeah, Ghost Adventures. I was on that. When? When I met him at the dispensary. <laughs> I don't think they were filming. It was called Roast Hunters. Roast adventures where we all got roasted. Christian said he talks the same too, like, <laughs> like all mysterious. All mysterious. Could I have an edible, please? <laughs> I was like, calm down, bro. <laughs> Fuck, we all are here for that. He was with Holly Madison. I need something that will take away these demons. Duh, we're all here trying to get high for the same shit. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> um. Just kidding. I'm joking. You never said any of that. No, he, um, from what I heard, he's really cool. There was this one lady, so um, I'm not going to give away a lot of information about myself. So I, I am in the beauty industry, and a lady I was servicing, um, I guess, lives in his neighborhood. And, like, I don't even know how we started talking about ghost adventures. I love talking about anything paranormal, so anytime somebody breaks out ice, I take advantage of it. And um, she was telling me that, like, all his personal life and she was like and then she revealed to me that she lives by him and she's like i i know it's so bad i feel so crazy but i i just i'm so attracted to him and i need somebody like him in my life and i'm just sitting there and the girl that works in the room across from me just like made eyes at me and i was like i don't know <coughs> like i think his show's cool but i'm not like i'm not a fan girl for anybody and this lady was just like stalking his whole life creepy yeah so. that's more creepy than his show exactly that's creepier than the shit he deals with so not that zach would ever listen to this but if he by some odd chance ever heard this just be careful and just know someone's watching you hopefully he's gonna listen to this because i'm just gonna get a bunch of those stickers and start slapping them around town um yeah <laughs> that's why he saw us <laughs> he's like i saw you guys on a sticker on a fort apache and That'd be cool. I'm too scared to go to his museum, though. I'm, I feel like I'm too much of a sensitive, and all those videos of people, like, passing out or crying, that would definitely happen to me. It didn't make sense. It wasn't meant to be. That's why it was closed. 
Yeah, every time we have planned to go there, it's closed or something happens. So I'm just like, I'm the type of person who like believes in signs and I'm like, it's literally slapping me in my face. So maybe I shouldn't go. Um, okay, so sorry, we keep going off on tangents. Where was I? Okay, hearing voices, like I said, having its own unique smell. So there's like a bunch of cases of like these objects that like smell like something completely random that they shouldn't and it's mm-hmm. not all the time it's only when they want to stink i guess so yeah um it moves on its own that's another one uh unexplainable sounds so not just voices <clears throat> faces appearing i'm guessing that would be mostly probably like mirrors or like maybe paintings or yeah not in wooden boxes or maybe even a wooden box. You, you just it open. open it in his face. Oh, no. No. No, I don't want to think about that. Um, He's like, ha, ha, ha. You released me. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, I can take over and devastate the world. Oh, my God. That would be my luck. <laughs> it's, a, it's a fucking no! cigar box. You're just like, oh, I was going to put my stash in here. Speaking of stashes. We are going to come out with an exclusive Something Isn't Right stash box. Stay tuned. Well, I didn't think we were going to announce that anytime soon, but yeah. Eventually, it'll be out. Like uh, construction on the freeways where you live. If you're into buds and booze, well, booze doesn't ghost. Yeah, I guess it doesn't, we ain't, we ain't the boozes. I guess it doesn't like make sense if I have to explain what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last one is a string of negative events happening. And that's probably the most popular of, like, out of the stories I was reading and listening to. That seems to be the most prevalent in these cases. A series of unfortunate events. Yeah, I, we love that. Well, we used to read those books, and then we watched the movies, and then we watched Netflix. Good series. Okay, so tools you can use to see if your object is haunted. Number one is an EMF, which is just electromagnetic field, me- field meters. Okay. Um, number two is thermometers, um, because in many of these cases, people report feeling cold spots, you know, near this object. Mm-hmm. Um, motion detectors, which is scary. <laughs> I don't want to know, <laughs> but I also wouldn't bring a haunted object into my house. Um, cameras, which is also creepy, so mm-hmm. you can see if it moves. And the last one is compasses. Yeah, because it would be affected by the magnetic field. Exactly. I'm a fucking scientist. You're so smart. I know. (laughs) (laughs) You can't laugh like Frieza. That's why I laugh. I don't give a shit. I'll put a fucking little wave in here. And it'll sound just like him. Alright. You're right. You could do that. (laughs) It makes sense uh, to use devices to communicate with ghosts. Mm -hmm. I feel because it's believed by... Um, some people that they don't have the physical resources to communicate with us in an audible way. Yeah. Um, well, if you think about it too, it, if it has to do with magnetism, then it most likely has to do with electricity or with uh, like energy in general. So, exactly. That's why they say a lot of like a lot of people's houses are who are like super haunted or have like a lot of experiences. It has something to do with like. The electrical poles or the way that the electricity runs through there. Yeah. That goes directly back to fucking 
like Ghostbusters even. Yeah, physics, science, Physics, bitch. motherfucker. Um, some paranormal researchers are convinced that ghosts can speak uh, telepathically by te- telepathically manipulating recording devices like ghost boxes or portable radios that have been modified to continually scan and um, scan the... What? Scan. It, it all has to do with frequency again. That's something that... That's the only reason yeah, why we can hear it. I was typing this and the sentence doesn't make sense, but you get my point because mm-hmm. you finished that for me. Yeah. So that's what we know as EVPs or electric voice phenomena. So mm-hmm. that's what you hear on these ghost shows where it's like... It goes... Wieners. You're just like, what the fuck? Who's that Wieners? I ate Wieners for dinner. Jesus. Pause. How did he know that? He said it. He 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 said it. Right-handed. I'm right-handed. That's crazy. I'm right-handed. They always go, oh my god. <laughs> Did you hear that? Did you hear that? Okay. Um, so now I have just some theories on what this could be other than it just being a ghost that's attached to an object. <clears throat> so the first one is a psycho, psycho, what? Psychometry? I don't know if I'm saying that right. Psychometry? Psychometry. <laughs> Thanks. Um, so, psychometry is a physic of... I think I spelled it wrong. That's why. Because I didn't put an O. Psychometry? I put psych... Psychometry! Okay. Um, well, anyways, it's a psychic... I need to be better at this. It's a psychic ability in which a person can sense or read history of an object by touching it. So, kind of like scrying, like how we were talking about with, like, the black mirrors almost. Mm-hmm. Um, such a person can receive impressions from an object by holding it in his slash her hands or alternatively touching it to the forehead. So, like in that new Jeepers Creepers movie when they grab his hands and they see the all the past, they're like... Yeah, basically, that girl, yep. the blonde girl, right? She yeah. sees a bunch of stuff that's happening. Um, I guess there's like different types of psychics too, because that's one of them where you can touch somebody or touch something and see things. And then another one is like feeling like we, what, anyways, this isn't about that. Okay. So such impressions can be perceived as images, sounds, smells, taste, and even emotions. I don't know if you've ever, I've like watched a few shows with psychics. I've never personally been to one. Um, and sometimes they just, like, they'll start crying, or they just get, like, super, like, their mood changes 100%. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of interesting. The psychic may be able to sense what the person was like, what they did, or how they died. Perhaps most important, the the psychic can sense how the person felt at a particular time. Emotions, in particular, are the most strongly recorded in an object. So, like I was saying, how they, you know. <clears throat> the emotions are what's, like, leftover residual energy. Right. Um, and I got, so I actually have a list of um, how you can do this. Yourself. Not a list, but instructions. Okay, let me say number one. Yourself. Okay. Number one. Choose a location that is quiet and as 
free of noises and distractions as possible. Number two. Sit in a relaxed position with your eyes closed. Rest your hands on your lap with your palms facing up. Number three. With your eyes remaining closed, ask someone to place an object in your hand. The person should not say anything. In fact, it's best if there are several people in the room and you don't know who the person is giving you the object. The object should be something the person has had in his or her possession for a long time. Many researchers believe that objects made of metal are best, theorizing that they have better memory. Number four. Be still. As images and feelings come into your mind, speak them aloud. Don't try to process them as impressions you get. Say whatever you see, hear, feel, or other eyes sense as you hold the object. Number cinco. <laughs> Don't judge your impressions. These impressions may be strange and meaningless to you, but they might be of significance to the owner of the object. Also, some impressions will be vague, and others may be quite detailed. Don't edit. Speak them all. And that's how you can try doing this yourself. Do it yourself. Do you like to do it yourself? <laughs> Good. That's where I was going. <laughs> I love that movie. Um, but yeah, I probably won't be trying that anytime soon because I don't want to get connected with any type of alternative anything. I don't know. What's the word I'm looking for? Spirit. Anything with the other side. I was like lucid. I like taught myself how to lucid dream for a while. And then I had stopped because I got real, real, comma, real fast. <laughs> Don't people call lucid dreaming astral projection? They're different, but it's like if you lucid dream, being able to astral project is probably not far off. And I don't want to do that ever. Mm. My dreams were getting so vivid and I was so conscious in my dreams like I would wake myself up so I can stop dreaming because it was too much to handle for me. That's a crazy way to train. One of the things that if you ever want to try it that I noticed kind of um, really triggered it for me is you stare at your hand multiple times throughout the day. And you see your hand isn't distorted, so you tell yourself, like, okay, this is reality. <clears throat> I'm not dreaming. So in your dream, you try and look at your hand. Your hand's going to be distorted, and that's how you know you're in a dream. So almost every time I had a lucid dream, it would be after I would pick up and look at my hand and see it's distorted. I'm like, I'm in a dream. So, you know, if you want to try it, give that a try. That's what worked for me. And weed. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't think that, that helped or hurt me at all. But it just, I mean, it puts me to sleep faster. So. I wonder if people who don't dream, like, like let's say they had a brain injury or they're just something different about them. I wonder if they don't dream if, like, if it fucks with them. It does, because that's a, it's part of the three stages of sleep and you need all three. Well, then, I guess... You just don't remember your dreams. You dream because you talk in your sleep. Well, if I'm just trapped inside my head, inside my dreams, and it's just like jail or something. It's not, though, because you wake up. That's true. You wake up pretty easily. Yeah, I do. I wake you up all the time. I know. Mid-sleep, <laughs> you do. Every time, I always wake up. 
Okay, so the next um, theory is residual energy, which I, I mean, it's still kind of a ghost almost because I feel like maybe a lot of hauntings, it's just residual energy. Mm -hmm. To me, that makes more sense than it actually being an intelligent spirit, mostly because I don't want to think that someone could be stuck in a house for eternity. Unless maybe you can go back and forth between whatever the spirit world and wherever you want to haunt. But, mm -hmm. um, so anyways, it's more likely that an item holds negative energy because something traumatic happened around the object. Or someone was killed with the object in their possession. Residual energy is trapped in whatever object it is and replays itself. There's nothing intelligent about it. It just plays the same thing over and over. It's a loop. Basically a loop. So, I mean, I... I think personally that makes sense because emotions emotions can be so strong. Sorry if you guys can hear my Let's we have kick a, them out. We have a guest. We have today a guest Thor Puggington. His name is Thor and he's a pug. AKA Poochie Man La Pug. Yes. On IG. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot he has an Instagram. It's Poochie <laughs> he has Man an Le IG. Pug. He doesn't post to there though. Um what was I saying? Oh, I think that makes a little more sense that it's just like an impression left in maybe like in a, on an object or in a certain place and it's just, you know, replaying itself over mm -hmm. and over again versus it actually like living in that object. Yeah, it, I think it has to do with um, just like when you have a good or a horrible experience or emotion that I think that it, it it can like copy itself on some like object. Because... No, I, I, I agree. Mm -hmm. I think that makes a lot of sense. Not I don't think this accounts for every haunting is residual energy because I've seen like videos are like read of and they seem more intelligent. I mean, of course, there's fakes out there, but um, those I've... could be like demons, too exactly that's what i was gonna say like it could be a, something that's not human or that wasn't of this earth which is scary i've personally experienced have experienced things that i that didn't feel like residual energy it felt very personal i've like have had something like scream my name in my ear to where i woke up and i like felt the breath on my ear so i don't think that would be count for residual so I'm not taking away from anybody's like uh, account of what they've had but i think for a lot of these objects this explains the energy around it mm -hmm. because if somebody was like um like it like i was saying like if somebody was killed with an object or had like if they were wearing like a certain necklace or a ring when they were killed mm -hmm. i would think that that ring or that necklace would hold some kind of negative energy from the experience that it went through with its owner. Yeah. I mean, we hear about all the time, like, cursed objects, like, from the past. You know, like, you're not supposed to dig up mummies and stuff like that because... <laughs> Don't dig them up. I, we warned you. You guys have seen The Mummy with Brendan Fraser. But people, I mean, people do that anyways. Did yeah. you see, like, a few years ago when they digged up that one mummy and then people wanted to drink the water that was in the tomb? Mm-hmm. Gross. They think it has some magical property. Yeah, so that's yeah. residual energy. So there's two. Okay, so the last one I found, which is um, kind of interesting, is 
toxic hallucinations. Okay. Um, supernatural perceptions can also arise from... I'm done. <coughs> supernatural phenomena can also arise from... I lost my voice. Supernatural perceptions can also arise from reactions to toxic substances, such as carbon monoxide and pesticides. Okay. It's also been suggested that fungal hallucinations caused by toxic mold could stimulate haunting-related um, perceptions. Shane Rogers and his team from Clarkson University is the U.S. observed similarities between... Um, in the U.S., observe similarities between paranormal experiences and the hallucinogenic effects from fungal spores. What if, and hear me out on this, because these things were killing you, like they're toxic, they're you're like dying because of them. What if the reason why they do that is because you're die or you're becoming closer to death, so it like allows you to channel that. What? Meaning, like. You said... You're getting closer to death so you can see the other side, basically. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense, but I think that this... Um, the reason I put this in here is because a lot of these objects are, like, hundreds of years old. Uh -huh. Especially the furniture, the clothes, and stuff like that. Or the dolls, like those... I mean, like, the big porcelain doll. You're really distracting me. Like, I cannot, like... I can't concentrate on what I'm talking about because of everything that's going on over there. I didn't do anything, just the dolls, and what else? I'm just saying, like, it makes sense, because they're old, that yeah. they would have mold or something on them, so that... Oh, yeah, be because reason. of the age? Mm-hmm. Don't get... Why you get so frustrated? Don't get mad at me. I'm not getting mad. It's just hard to, like, concentrate and keep, like, um, the thought in my mind when I look over and you're just, like distracting but um that's all i have on theories i think again every single one of those directions is is very substantial for what we're talking about there's so many different variances of these things that i think that all of that could come into play uh okay i lied i actually have one more theory <laughs> and this one isn't i would too. i would be more on top of things if I wasn't so distracted so another one is your own perspective okay like I've said in the past I I'm obviously not a skeptic but I feel like our own perspectives play a big role in how we remember things and experience things mm -hmm. so in an experiment done by um British cognitive psychologist Bruce M. Hood he asked subjects if they like to wear if they would like to wear Hitler's jacket or Jeffrey Dahmer's sweater and they were repulsed by the idea. Shermer says if you ask them why they will feel as if there's evilness carried by the article of clothing but if you ask them to wear if they'd like to wear Mr. Rogers cardigan sweater sweater um they would and if you ask how how would you feel they say more moral upstanding and good. Hood even put Brad Pitt's shirt up for sale on eBay, 
one washed and one unwashed. The unwashed version got the higher bid, as if the essence of Brad Pitt of Brad Pittness <laughs> were soaked onto the shirt. <laughs> that was his quote. That may have something to do with the sweat stains and Brad's sexy smell. In fact, whether people feel positive or negative about an, an antique often has to do with um, olfunctory stimulation. An object may be doused with lovely, with lovely flowerful perfumes or have a scent that brings up a memory or give off a foul rotten odor. Um, so I got all that from what was from liveabout.com about that about Bruce M. Hood. But I mean this makes sense for evolutionary evolutionary reasons. Um, we know instinctively that if something smells repulsive, it's associated with like negativity. Negative like a disease or like you uh -huh. know you, you should stay away from that. That's just like our human instincts. Yeah. Um and then usually that's associated with things like feeling nauseous or lightheaded or, mm -hmm. you know, bad smells. It's but, a negative physical effect. Exactly. But if something smells good, it also triggers good memories um, to draw something that we like, like I don't, like certain foods. You know what I mean? Yeah, or, smells the strongest sense tied to memory. So it's, yeah, exactly. So it can influence how we perceive an object. So an object can be like completely, you know, fine, nothing wrong with it, but if it smells like death, <laughs> yeah, people are gonna have a a negative uh, smells feeling about like it. death. There's those two key words. Duh, it smells like that, so it's probably gonna feel like that, yeah. No, I, yeah, I mean, I'm, um, not, I'm saying, not being towards you. I'm, I'm just saying in general. So that's like a that's probably a precursor, just not to mess around with it. Yeah, I mean, obviously, if something smells like a dead body, don't take it home. That's not what I'm saying. I was just figuratively saying, like, something that smells bad. People are going to think it has something bad with it. Yeah. But, okay, yeah, so that was all the theories I got. Other than it just being a straight-up ghost or demon haunting um, the object, which is very, I mean, from a lot of the stories I read, seems very plausible. Yeah, some of the more haunted ones, yeah. Yeah, so um, I have a few famous haunting, haunted objects. Um, of course, there's the one, I didn't go over the ones that, like, didn't really interest me that have been, I feel like, beat to death, like Annie. I mean, not Annie. Uh, Annabelle. <laughs> She's a Raggedy Ann doll. No, I know. It's just funny. It reminded me of Annie. Like, that movie just sucks. And you're right. It did get beat to death. Yeah, that, that movie. I mean, I've never really been a fan of any musicals. <laughs> um, An Annabelle, Robert the Doll, Peggy the Doll. Um, what is the other one? The Crying Boy, like the picture of the Crying Boy. There's like a million podcasts on all of those. I wasn't going to do research on Peggy the Doll because supposedly she can curse you just by looking at her. So. Psych. I was like, not doing that one. But the first one I do have on here is the Dybbuk box. And that one's super popular too. There's a bunch of there's a bunch of podcasts and YouTube videos about it. But so if you listen to this podcast and you're into this kind of thing, you probably already know this story. But, but for people that don't, I'm just going to read a quick little summary of what this box is. What's in the box? 
Um, so it first appeared on eBay in 2003 when an organ antiques dealer and furniture uh, refinisher named Kevin Mattis put a small wine cabinet cabinet and its contents up for auction. It contained two U.S. wheat pennies from 1925 and 1928. Two bound locks of hair. That's a that's a sign of a no-no. If you ever find something with a lock of hair on it, just put it away. Just start throwing locks, like, cut your hair off and just throw locks every place. <laughs> and you're just like, damn it! I uh, just got this TV! One blonde and one brunette, a dried rosebud, a granite slab engraved with gilt Hebrew letters spelling shalom, a golden wine cup, and a black cast iron candle holder with a tentacle with tentacle like feet the back of the box has a jewish prayer carved into it in hebrew sounds like what fucking summons uh what's the tentacle creature what cthulhu sounds like cthulhu's box what's cthulhu uh just like well according I don't really know much about it outside of South Park, but according to South Park, he's just like the destroyer of worlds. He's from another dimension. He's like a god-like thing, but it's an enormous... It looks like a dragon. It has tentacles, and it can fly. No, and it, Yeah, it's just this big beast. It's on the... Remember that one episode I told you on the front of Rick and Morty when they show the preview? Like the... When they're inside the submarine and that big creature is following it underwater? Kind of. That's what. That's who Cthulhu is. The destroyer. Of I felt like they mentioned Cthulhu in that show too. They probably did. Cause I okay. Um. So Manus claimed that he purchased a wooden box at an estate sale as a gift for his mother. So yeah, I mean, if you know the story, you know, like this guy fucking bought his mom a Dybbuk box. The owner's grandma granddaughter called it. The Dybbuk Box, which belonged to a 103-year-old Holocaust survivor. At the time, Manus did not know that the Jewish mythology, a Dybbuk, is a malevolent walking spirit of a dead person, which is believed to possess a living person until it accomplishes its goal. No thanks. Shortly after Manus dropped off the box at his workshop, his shoekeeper called him terrified, saying somebody was downstairs cursing and shattering light bulbs. Manus found the damage, but no intruder. <laughs> Booked it. When he gave the box to his mother, she suffered a stroke and insisted that he take the cabinet back. Everyone in his family who encountered the cabinet had a similar dream of an old hag who beat them, and each would wake up in the morning with bruises. Jesus. <sighs> so scary. They all reported smelling jasmine flowers or cat urine around the box. One of the symptoms. That's gross. Manus experience. What's the difference? I mean, I've never had a cat. Is there a difference between cat urine and dog urine? Yeah, it just fucking has more, more urea. Potent. So it smells worse. It sucks. They- they're fucking gross. Manus experienced perpetual bad luck, like identity theft and losing his store's lease. And started catching a shadowy figure in his peripheral vision. No! I hate seeing stuff out of my peripherals. 
sometimes I'll see like Thor or Loki run by out of my peripheral and I have to get up and go double check just hmm. to make sure it was them. I just stare in the center so I could see everything like this. That's weird. <laughs> I, you didn't notice I do that though. So that I always try to see everything around me. If only our eyes were on the side of our heads like deer. If only. I'm sure we'd be so attractive. We could see 360 degrees. Um, so people, so anybody who's had this box, this, this is kind of a list of things they experience. A series of horrific reoccurring nightmares involving the old hag, stroke, smell of cat urine, hair falling out, light bulbs burning out, hives, coughing up blood, and welts from head to toe. That's fucking terrible. Yep. It's pretty terrible. All from the Indian in the cupboard. I love that movie. Um, so currently the box is at Zach Baggins Haunted Museum. Mm-hmm. Post Malone was at the museum when Zach decided to take the plexiglass cover around from around the box and actually touch it. So I don't know if it, I mean I'm pretty sure people heard like I think this happened like last year or maybe the year before that Post Malone was like um people were calling it like a final destination thing because he kept mm-hmm. dodging all these things that happened to him. So Posty didn't touch the box, but he touched Zach's shoulders while he was touching it. So I guess that was like enough to transfer the evil. Um, months <laughs> Like an electric current. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Months after Post Malone had a string of crazy events happen to him. And it was actually only three. His private plane was forced to make an emergency landing after one of its tires blew off. Mm-hmm. Three armed robbers broke into a home at San Fernando Valley that they thought was his. So they were targeting him. Mm-hmm. And the last one was his Rolls Royce was involved in a serious serious car accident. I think I remember that too. Yeah. So like, okay, this these are all obviously bad things, but they... I mean, he had like has a private plane and a Rolls Royce. Like, yeah, things aren't that bad. <laughs> no, that's very true. He, uh, I remember. T- I think I told you about his plane after he touched the box. Can yeah. we stop for a second? I need to pee real bad. Back on go. I don't remember what we were talking about. You were just talking about all the shitty things that happened to Post Malone. That was it. The end. On the other side. After that, he had a successful string of good music. Uh, it depends on who you ask. I mean, his music's successful. I don't know if it's that good. His new stuff. I like his older stuff. Leave Post Malone! Um, so, here are some other haunted things that aren't as famous as the Dybbuk box, but, I mean, they have their own little following. Mm-hmm. So, this one's a piece of furniture. It's called the Tall Man... The Tall Man Bunk Beds. Never Um, heard of that one. In the 1980s, Alan and Debbie Tallman bought a bunk beds. I don't know why it sounds weird. Bought a bunk bed (laughs) for their two kids at a second-hand shop. From the first night they bought it home, it was very clear something was wrong with the bed. First, one of their sons, who had rarely even gotten a cold, fell horribly ill. The radio on the nightstand began turning on and off on its own, and the youngest daughter claimed to see a witch standing over her bottom bunk. Doors moved, lights turned on and off, and this is only a taste of the strange happenings. 
Soon the family began hearing voices throughout the house. This carried on for nine months. The Tom- nine months? The Tommins had the bunk beds destroyed and the haunting stopped. So apparently it was that easy. So they bought one and it was haunted? Yes, that's what I said. I'm just asking you. Yeah, they bought bunk beds. So that means that there's some place just pumping out haunted furniture. Well, this was in the 1980s, so I don't know if that place is still around. I don't know if bunk beds are still a thing. I'm, I don't have kids or haven't been around kids in a while. Just put two beds in. It's just that some dad was like, you know what? If we fucking stack these beds on top of each other, we'd have more space in here. And they're like, that's a great idea. We can even put a ladder in between so kids can fucking power dive from the top. Terrible parenting, but good safe spacer. Um, Space saver. <laughs> safe spacer. They do save. I've had I had bunk beds growing up, and it worked because all three of us had to share a room, so I don't know how they would have fit, like, three beds in that room. That's true. Um, okay. The Myrtle's Plantation Mirror, known as one of America's most haunted homes and the alleged site of as many as ten murders, this antebellum mansion in St. Francisville, Louisiana, also boasts a highly mysterious mirror. Purchased by the home's owners sometimes three or four decades ago, the mirror is said to contain the ghost of Sarah Woodruff, the original original mistress of the house and her children. It's believed that mirrors should be covered when somebody dies so that the soul of the deceased doesn't get caught in the mirror instead of ascending to heaven. Jesus. Just absorb souls. <laughs> but apparently, at Sarah's death, the mourners abandoned that tradition. Now vi- visitors <coughs> at Myrtle's plantation have reported seeing handprints um, in the mirror and long drip marks with no amount of cleaning can remove them. That's weird. Yeah. It's so on the inside of the mirror? I mean, I don't... Da-na-na... Um, but yeah, that, that place is really haunted too. I was kind of reading about it cause I've never heard of the Merle's plantation, but I guess there's like a little girl that haunts that place too. South Carolina, you said? No, I said Louisiana. Louisiana. Jesus. Uh, I don't know. Um, okay. Valentino's cursed ring. This ring comes with a long series of misfortunes. In 1920, movie star Rudolph Valentino bought a plane silver ring embedded with semi-precious stones from a jewelry store in San Francisco. He immediately fell in love with the ring and ignored the store's o- the store owner's warning that he believed it was haunted. My precious. Valentin wore the ring while filming a movie that was a complete failure. After putting away the ring for many years, Valentino took it out for what would be his final movie. He died shortly after, still wearing the ring. That's a shitty thing to die about. You just wearing a ring on your finger. That's he didn't die because he was wearing. I mean, maybe if it was cursed, that's why he died. But that's not what they put on his death certificate. <laughs> Do you think that if you wore the ring, he'd turn invisible? Because that's what happens when you wear a cursed ring. From what? Lord of the Rings. Oh. No, I don't think so. Unless you have, like, real hairy feet. And you're just showing your hand so they don't look at your feet. It was passed along to 
I don't know how to say this name. The last name, so I'm just going to say the first name. To Paola, one of Valentino's former lovers, who suffered a severe illness but recovered. However, her career after the illness was over. She passed the ring on to her younger sister, Ruth Colombo, who died in a shooting accident. Next, Colombo's friend, Joe Casino, wore the ring and died in a car accident one week later. James Willis attempted to steal the ring, but was caught by police and shot. <laughs> Poor James. At least three more people who owned the ring died while it was in their possession. And I don't know where this ring's at now. I couldn't find it. But it kind of reminded me of, have you heard of um, that one car? I forgot who whose car it was. I want to say it was James Dean's car. Mm-hmm. That was haunted, and everybody who came across it um, had, like, bad shit happen to them. No, I never heard that. I know Hitler's car is supposedly haunted. No, um, even, like, the... Let me see if I can find it real quick. Yeah, it's a car. Um, I think he called it, like, the little bastard or something like that. But, you bastard! Um, but even after... Like, the car had got into a car accident, and then um, somebody took its fucking tires, and then that, like, bad shit happened to the person who just had, like, the tires. There's so much evil, even in tires. Yeah, so that one kind of reminded me of that story. I mean, I don't know the whole story. I just remember hearing about it, and I don't, I don't know who has the car now. So this next one's kind of creepy. This is probably the creepiest one to me. Okay, what's the next one? Um, it's called The Painting of the Anguished Man. So, <clears throat> the world's most haunted painting, supposedly. Allegedly. The artist who created this work of art was deeply distur- was a deeply disturbed individual, like most artists. <laughs> he mixed his blood with oil paints to create a piece before committing suicide. A man named Sean Robinson received the painting from his grandmother, mm-hmm. who claimed a spirit lived within it. Since Sean didn't believe in the paranormal, he brushed off the claims. Then after hanging the painting in his home, his wife began seeking dark figures lurking around the home. Strange noises strange noises came from the painting, like scratching and what sounded like a man crying. Sean's former opinion of the paranormal shifted, and he posted um, YouTube videos of the like paranormal activity that this painting was... Bringing across him. That's crazy. It's a really ugly painting, too. If you look up the painting of the anguished man, you'll see it. I, like, was trying to read about it, and I would, like, move it out of my webpage because I didn't want to look at it anymore. What is it? Just a picture of someone crying? It looks like a man, like, screaming, and he's, like, red, but because he, like, mixed his blood with it. Mm. He has, like, a green background. It's just a really creepy picture. That is kind of weird. Makes sense why he used his own blood. Why would he trap himself in a painting forever? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if he would trap himself more or less than just curse it. Yeah. Because I feel like when people do, like, rituals and stuff like that, they, like, just because you put, like, somebody's blood or body part in it doesn't mean it's that person that's gonna, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's just the blood that was necessary for the ritual. Yeah. Um, 
So those are the haunted objects that I kind of just thought were interesting to me. Mm -hmm. Those are all pretty good ones. I've heard of just the Divic box, but the other ones I haven't heard of. And then the other one was, what about that haunted chair thing too? What haunted chair? I forgot. I rewatched a documentary on it. It's like anyone who ever sat in the chair died. Um, and then they put the chair on the wall and people tried to sit on it in the museum. Oh, that's right. I, I don't remember where it's from though or what happened, but yeah, people kept wanting to sit in it. So they had to like mount it to the wall. Mm-hmm. Just because such bad shit was happening. Yeah. I just think that all those objects are definitely pretty interesting. That's something that I would probably read into, but I don't know. I mean... After something small like that, <laughs> like the first sign of that, I would just, I would have gotten rid of it. Yeah, me too. I don't know why they just keep these things in experiment until they're, well, maybe if I do this or maybe if it's, the, just give it away. Don't fucking keep it. If, it. if you brought something in your house and then something weird started happening, just fucking give it away. That's my advice. Yeah, I would just be careful of what you buy, too. Like, if you pick something up and it just feels like... An, I mean, I don't know. People can pick up on that kind of stuff, but... I'm, you definitely can. You can feel it. Negative energy. Yeah, I agree. Um, I wouldn't... I'm just, like, kind of weird about, like, too, like, people selling dead people's stuff. Like, their possessions. Like, I wouldn't want anything. Like, if someone died and left me, like, their... I don't know their nightstand or something i'd be like i'm cool and donate it oh their furniture yeah my grandpa gave it this computer that's different yeah that's true it's electronics she i don't feel like your grandma's very emotionally attached to it no i know she didn't even have her regular name on there it was like user um okay <laughs> so i have a few stories from reddit okay let me hear them this first one is from jody nao three Okay, I'm going to read the stories. So, here's no, the first one. Just read this one. Read this one. When I was 16, I found a yellow sheer fabric. I think it was a tapestry. With outline of white fishes on it in my parents' attic. It was summer. My room tends to get hot, so I ended up using it as a blanket of sorts. My parents have no recollection of it or why it was in our home. Anyways, I remember one night as I was trying to look for it, it seemed to have disappeared. I didn't really think much of it, to be honest. I thought maybe my mom misplaced it when she had washed it or something. I guess a couple months passed and I remembered and wondered what the hell happened to it. My I don't think this person's, I don't think this is like from America. That's why their English is, some of this stuff is backwards. Oh, okay. I guess a couple months passed and I remembered and wondered what the hell happened to it. See, like that sentence. My dad turns out burned it. <laughs> My dad, what it talks like fucking wherever they live, they talk like fucking Yoda. <laughs> he said that one night he went to check on me and my sister. We shared a room and slept in separate twin beds. He told me that he, when he looked at my bed, it seemed like no one was sleeping there. He got worried and got closer to see if I was there. He said the more he got closer, he noticed that it looked like I was wrapped in, I was wrapped with pitch black darkness which really freaked him out because my bed was against two big windows and I purposely had really sheer curtains so that the moon and sunlight would brighten up my room. But somehow, with the moonlight shining, I remained to look like it was just darkness. 
My dad removed the blanket off me to be sure and passed the fuck out under the blanket. Oh, <laughs> he took the blanket off me and he passed the fuck out himself. No. Uh, she was passed out under the blanket. He removed the blanket to find her passed out underneath it. He said he later looked at the blanket to see why the hell a sheer ass yellow blanket would do that. He said that the white outline fishes didn't look like fishes at all. He described it was like looking at a, like the skeleton of fishes with something inside the bellies trying to get out. That's why he decided to burn it. Da-na-na. You missed the whole bottom part. I know, I have to scroll down. Honestly, I don't know what the hell to think about it to this day. I never felt anything wrong with the blanket itself at all. I really just think it was just my dad being my dad. He's a man of faith. And around that time, he was listening to a sermon of objects being able to retain spirits in Matthew 8, 24, 34 is what I remember him bringing up. I'm just wondering if anyone might have an experience like this. Not sure if blanket was cursed or whatever, but my dad so enough got so mad to burn the damn thing. But then again, my dad is very extreme when it comes to certain things. Just wanting to know what y'all's opinion is. I don't think that y'all's was you, yeah? That was your Texas interjecting? No, that was it. But, I mean, a lot of her, the way she wrote things were backwards. That's why I was like, I don't know. Mm. But, um, I don't blame him. If I saw something like that, I'd go, why take the chance? That's true. Especially when it comes to your kids. Yeah. I read freaked like, him the fuck out. I read the rest of the thread, and it was, like, people being like, religious people are always so... Ex- like extreme when it comes to stuff like that and I'm like why does it always have to come to because he's a religious person that like he's an extreme I mean anybody I mean even if you know people that are spiritual like I kind of consider myself like you still react to things especially when it comes to your children yeah I think if you're spiritual then by it or if you're religious or if you're spiritual then by admission you understand that there are two different sides of the spectrum there's good and then there's evil so if you believe in a higher power you obviously still understand that there's bad things that have the same type of similar abilities yeah i agree it's just uh i just thought that story was creepy i mean because nothing like like too bad happened you can keep it because i have the notes on my phone nothing like too crazy happened like it was more of like an invisibility cloak almost Mm -hmm. but still he was like not taking chances i'm gonna fucking burn this thing but haven't you ever moved into somewhere and like like even when we moved into here and some of their stuff was still here like it's kind of eerie like it's just like a remnant yeah like i would never if i found a blanket and i didn't know where it came from i would never be like i'm gonna sleep with this yeah, that's fucking kind of awkward. Um, you can read the next one because it's really short. It's just creepy. Okay. Um, Palm Peeves is the name, yeah? Yeah, okay. the username Palm Peeves. Shout out to Palm Peeves. All right. My uncle's ex-wife once found a necklace at her workplace. They had a policy that if no one come to pick up something and turned it in to the lost and found after a week... Whoever found it could keep it. So she bragged to my mom about this beautiful diamond necklace she got to keep. And my mom had to break it to her that the brand was one of those places that turns cremated remains into jewelry. (laughs) 
That's fucking terrible. <laughs> that kind of stuff creeps me out. But honestly, like when it's my time to go, I want to be cremated and made into something. Um, I don't know. Not like a coffee mug. Did, have you seen that? Those <laughs> companies where they can make you into like a fucking dish. No, I would never want someone to eat off me. It's make like my... me into a diamond necklace. It's kind of fitting. Make me into a knife. That's terrible. You're going to be a haunted object. Literally. I don't care. No, I'm not saying anything bad. I'm just oh, anyways, I am. am going to be one. I hope somebody makes you into a knife that breaks. Oh, I hope it doesn't break and I'm like that sword from... Uh... <laughs> uh, what the fuck is that movie called with Harley Quinn? Oh my God, I can't believe I can't oh, remember. Oh, she can uh, talk to it. Yeah, husband. she has a blade with her husband's soul trapped in it. Crazy. What is her name? That's going to bug me. Katana. Katana. Just ripped it off of Mortal Kombat. It's actually, I'm really good with Katana and Mortal Kombat. Mm. Okay. Define really good. Um, I've beat you. How many times though? Numerous times. Like five? No. Could you count it on both hands? Yes. How many times have we played? A lot. Proof's in the pudding, baby. What proof do you have? You just said that you could count how many times you beat me on both hands and we've played a lot. What? Play it back. Listen, you said, I said, can you count how many times you beat me on both hands? And you said, yes. Yeah. And then I said, how many times have we played? And you said a bunch. Well, I mean, I could do more than two hands. That's what I was alluding to. Oh, well, that's not what it made me think. Can you count on it to, whatever. We can play after this. I'll make you feel bad about yourself, like when you bought that Dragon Ball Z game. I don't care. Okay, so this next one is from Ayono Peso. So I worked with this girl over the summer who was the same age as me. I don't really have any friends, so I tried to get to know her. Same. She said that her grandma was a medium who back in the day used a Ouija board once and met what she said was a spirit of a little boy. Jeez. And that eventually, she kept contacting that little boy every day, multiple times a day, talking to everyone she knew about the boy and basically became obsessed with it. Her family obviously saw that this was an issue and asked her to stop talking to the boy and get rid of the Ouija board altogether. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't want grandma. No. That's either hauntedness or senility. The grandma told everyone she burned the Ouija board, but this bitch actually sewed it into a pillow. She kept this super haunted object inside of a fucking throw pillow and kept it a secret from everyone except her young granddaughter, my co-worker. Anyway, eventually the grandma died and the family got rid of her home and all her furniture, including the pillows, by donating them to Goodwill. <laughs> <laughs> So somebody somewhere is probably napping on a little on a little accent pillow with a damn Ouija board that some old broad used to be obsessed with. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, like I mean, she, I like how a young peso talks. <laughs> yeah, she's funny, but um, I don't think Ouija boards can haunt you unless you like open them up, you know. So. Mm -hmm. But how do you not fill a Ouija board inside of a pillow? Unless it's like a, a super small one, maybe. I don't know. It would have to be a large fucking throw pillow. Yeah. Like a cushion. For you not to be... Because, I mean, every Ouija board I've seen has been kind of big, so... 
What if she just burned most of it and just put the leftover in there? She could She didn't put all of it, probably. I don't know, but... They're I pretty good fucking size. That's like... Like you got into a pillow fight one day and just knock someone the fuck out because that there's a Ouija board inside of it. That's how they find the Ouija board like, inside. They're like, damn it! And then you just... Now it's forever trapped in the broken tooth that fell off your mouth. Oh, that's terrible. It's just... It made a blood sacrifice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> your own... Okay, this Completed is the last one. the loop. I at, like this name, at, this person's name. At Turkey Pot Stickers. <laughs> My family has definitely had a, had its share of scary objects, same Turkey Pot Stickers. So my mom's house is notably haunted, also same Turkey Pot Stickers. Piano plays by itself, disembodied voices, wary feelings in the basement, just to name a few incidents. <laughs> my baby sister had some toys that were kept in the basement. The extras that didn't fit in the bedroom. Mostly dolls, stuffed animals, some talk slash sing. When the babysitter started to bring up the toys from the basement, that's when we noticed some strange things happening. It seemed like the toys would move by themselves. Even the babysitter commented on it once and how a toy was freaking her out. She, she was never told about previous incidents, <laughs> of course. There was this doll that, <laughs> there was this doll that sang a line from a song. This is a '90s, 2000s, so it's like Britney Spears. Oops, I did it again. The toy was played with recently singing, "Oh baby, baby," in Britney Spears' voice. Just over and over. What is? That would be so fucking annoying. Yeah, it would. Oh, babe, babe. And just fucking <laughs> keep throwing it. And then in the middle of the night, you just hear inside of your closet toy chest. Oh, babe, babe. I'm just like, no. <laughs> Clearly the battery was fine. The toy was put away in a toy box. Then about 3 to 4 a.m., my sister, who sleeps in the basement bedroom, wakes up to a deep, throaty voice singing. Oh, baby, baby. Do you want to do the voice? Oh, baby, baby. <laughs> the doll is on the floor by her bed. She freaked out and tossed it that night in the dumpster. We laugh at that one now, but can't deny it was fucked up. That is one of many creepy incidents with those toys from the basement. But yeah, I do believe items can be cursed without a doubt. <laughs> Fucking cursed by Britney Spears. That <laughs> suck. Um, I had... That something kind of similar happened to my mom. I was too young to remember, but so when we lived with our grandma for a period of time when we were younger, and it was a older home, um, like on the south side of San Antonio, so not far from like the Alamo and stuff like that. So that part of town's kind of just like known to be haunted. The ghost tracks and stuff are over there. There's a lot of stuff that happened over there. A lot of stuff. I mean, the ghost tracks have been debunked and stuff, but you still get a eerie feeling from going there. Anyway, so it was like this really old house that we all lived in, and um, our room was connected to our parents' room. It was kind of just like, um, kind of how like our bathroom and bedroom are, where it's like closed off, but the doors, like there's not a door there, it's just an a opening. partition. So, the way the room was set up is we had bunk beds on one side, and then we had, like, another little bed on the other side, and in the corner, there was just, like, a pile of all of our toys. We didn't, like, really have anywhere to put them, so we just had, like, this huge pile. 
So this was around the time when those dolls came out where if you bounce it on your knee, it laughs. Do you remember those? Did your sister have one? Probably. Okay, so my mom had got up to, she heard this doll laughing. So I guess she got up to, to turn the doll off. And when she turned over to take out its batteries, it didn't have any batteries. So she threw, she ended up throwing the doll away. But she heard that doll laugh like more than one time. And she's like, this doll didn't have any batteries. How is it laughing? That's Like crazy. in the night. That's why she had got up because she had heard it like a few times. That's like um, Toy Story. The haunted toys. Yeah, kind of. But there's a lot of things that happened in that house. I think it was just because of where the house was located and because it was so old, probably was a combination of residual energy and probably a little bit of intelligent spirits because of some of the stuff we experienced there. Um, Spooky stuff happens in the middle of San Antonio. <laughs> yeah, San Antonio is pretty haunted. But yeah, that this all this that's the only thing I can think of like that my family has experienced with like a haunted object i haven't had a haunted object i haven't i mean that's just a story that my mom has told me yeah and she could be just trying to scare you like when you're little and they used to scare you no i don't think so because i remember her explaining to me why my doll was thrown away so unless <laughs> she like she told you like <laughs> she was like it had to go like what do you mean mama trust me it's for your own good of all the dolls to be haunted, too, because my grandma used to collect porcelain dolls, so you would think, like, one of those would have been haunted or scary, but those didn't bug me too much. It was, like, our other dolls, the more modern ones that, like, stuff had happened with. Porcelain's too fragile. What do you mean? Imagine if you inhabited something as a doll, like, just your durability. Porcelain is so fragile, you can just break it. That's probably why they don't do it. The other dolls, I mean, you could... Can't just That's drop it true, and break it. Because if you look at like Robert the doll and Annabelle, they're like sewn, like they're stuffed. Yeah, like you could drop that off the top of the Empire State Building and it would be okay. So if you're somebody whose grandma has a lot of porcelain dolls, I think you're safe. Yep. Worry about the other dolls. Yeah, don't smash those. Your grandma's gonna be pissed. Yeah, they're collector's items. Don't smash them. They're probably worth money. I wonder what happened to all my grandma's dolls. I remember she had one that was like as tall as me. I mean, I was like four or five at the time, and it was like in a it's fucking enormous. It was... You're like grandmother. This is not. This is weird. We can't put this by the door. It's like the butler for Modern Family, the dog. <laughs> no, it was it was like on a stand because they had to like display her. Yeah. And then it was she wore like an emerald green dress and she had like blonde hair. But that's the only one I remember. I remember she used to collect them though. But that one like sticks out in my head. I think because it was. The biggest one, probably. My grandma didn't collect dolls. She used to collect just random toys. Like, she has the California Raisins full set. Or she had the California Raisins It was Raisins on our set. list. Now my grandpa figurine, owns it. Figurines are, like, one of the most haunted things, too. Not just dolls. Indian in the cupboard. There we go. Yeah, but... Um just one of those interesting things i think that a lot of things have the have the potential to be like that but i do too it takes experience or something terrible or really good or whatever it may be i think that the same exact uh things that could be viewed haunted 
are also like there's positive sides to that too like an object obviously when you look at something that was tied to a happy memory it it brings those memories back to you right mm -hmm. so i think that there's the same exact thing in that aspect and that probably messes with our head a little bit too yeah, that's true. I mean, there's obviously, like, good objects. I mean, there's all those, like, pieces of jewelry that, you know, like, if you look at, like, if you get, like, a rosary blessed or, you know, people wear certain bracelets or necklaces that are supposed to, like, ward off spirits or bring them good luck. So, it's not all negative things that come with uh, objects that, I guess, carry a presence or an energy. Yep. But, yep, that's our take on it. Uh, let us know what you guys think. What do you guys think about this this stuff we just spoke about? Do you believe in any of this? Or do you think it's all bullshit, bullshit, bullshit? Do our listeners believe in this? Are we going to smoke a doobie now? Find out next episode of the Something Isn't Right podcast. How was that? That was Dragon Ball Z is? <laughs> no, yeah, I think they'll get it. I <laughs> bet. It's like you can cut it off. Thank you.